Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science. With beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19 0.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, if we equate good, bad, this is sexy, this is not sexy, this is what men want, this is not what men want, that's the problem. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? I hope it's giddy giddy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Juice Podcast. We don't usually do this intro like this, but I like that she's doing it like this. I I, I do, but then I say I'm Kat. Yeah, no, I do like this. I'm Kat. That you're like an announcer. Welcome to the Cat Nat Mom Truth Podcast. I'm Nat and this is Cat. Yeah. And we are so excited because we love having No, no, no. Actually, I'm gonna be honest. Phoenix, be quiet. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> See, this is so good. That is the best. I'm gonna be honest. We our our team said, Do you wanna have guests on your podcast? And we we said, No, we don't want guests on our podcast. And then 
we started finding some people that really, really intrigued us. And we had such a good time with yes. it. We were like, we will be open-minded to, to having guests, guests on our podcast. So for this podcast, guys, it was inevitable. And I don't know if that's the word. It was undeniable that we wanted to have these two guests on our podcast, not only because we can relate to their stories, we have so much to talk about, but we were on their podcast and we felt like we could talk over cocktails for seven hours and then rebook a brunch the next day. Not that we can go to brunch because we have seven, eight, nine, ten children between us. But in the meantime, we thought that we could do this podcast with them and talk about all of the things that relates to all of us and have a really good time. You two ladies are obviously an inspiration from being women to mothers and, um, and everything in between. So guys, we'd like to, uh, introduce our guests. Could you guys actually, I have, I love, I love when that gets on a roll. I just get to sit here and sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm not. Where is this going? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's the thing. How about, can you guys do us a quick, a quick, a quick number and tell us who you are and what you do. Oh Lord. Roxy, you want to go first? Okay. Okay. Well, hello, 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 everybody out there. I am Roxy Manning and one half of the women on top podcast, uh, with Miss Tam and Sursock. Uh, we have a podcast that we really just talk about everything. We shoot the shit. We hang out. We have some wine like we're having today. We just have a good time. And, um, we are just excited to be here. I'm thrilled. I love it. Yes, I am Tam and Sarasak. You might know me from shows such as. <laughs> Doesn't that sound really creepy? Um, I think a lot of pe- people in the U.S. know me from Pretty Little Liars. I played the blind girl in the show. Um, no, I can actually see. Um, people get very confused that I do have my sight. Um, I have been in many different TV shows and movies uh, over the last 17 years. I'm an Aussie, an Aussie. Uh, I was born in South Africa. Um, that's how my parents sound. So I can say that. And I have a social media platform that talks about the things that you do. I have a blog called bottle and heels, which is all about motherhood, unfiltered motherhood. We have a podcast, obviously woman on top. Um, our mission is to make women feel less alone and seen and, um, create a, a forum and a platform where, where people can, you know, again, shoot the shit and talk about all the things and all the messy, the messy parts about, motherhood which there's a lot yes. of that they don't tell you about yes. when you yes. have your first baby <laughs> I, wait, like I wait before we go yeah. any further yes. i have to say have how so we connected questions. with tamon was over a rash in dms <laughs> on instagram was that it was it the rash that, that, that where we that, met because i feel like we met a few that, years ago um no, maybe we, we, but maybe like from on the DM yeah was, but, but it was really about a rash was mm. over a rash that nat was you guys <laughs> bonded oh over, and I wake I up and I look at my DMs and there's a rash conversation going back and forth no other previous history just rashes between you two right. I still don't even know what the rash is from my husband's we, like if you say it's bed bugs people are gonna think you're a dirty person it, it, it I really was don't so know. good I really so here's don't what know. happened here's what happened of course uh we actually have been following you for a long time but what I did like how to strike the conversation you never know <laughs> how to Slide into a DM, right? Slide into your DM. You start talking about a rash. I haven't been, I had been experiencing a very bad rash. You were showing and talking about your rash. And I was like, Mm. dude. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I have the same rashes. Could you please investigate with the rashes? Because we're like in lockdown here. I can't get to a doctor. Yeah. And my 
Like it's just growing. Um, I have so many questions for both of you. Um, just Especially to start. So we're just gonna leave the rash. <laughs> yeah, like, are we not gonna discuss the big elephant in the room here? Did you ever find out what your rash was? Listen, it could have been three things. Um, okay. The the worst one it could have been is um, bed bugs. I think because I'm like that's just, just disgusting. Uh, what had happened is you know we had been on a road trip around the States and, um, because of COVID. So, you know, we were distancing doing an RV trip and I feel like there was one place that we went was an Airbnb. Um, no one was allowed to be in the Airbnb for like two weeks beforehand. And I feel like maybe that's what was, that's what it was. That being said, um, it didn't, it didn't bite my kids or my husband. So you would assume exactly. if it was something like that, it would oh, be yes. close or something else. It would be, cont- uh, yeah, it would like a, a bed bug, which I've learned so yes. much about bed bugs in the last month, more than I ever thought I'd ever oh, I know. got them when they're like, like I, I, oh, I go, God. I can't see any bed bugs. People are like, turn on the light, make it really dark, and they they sneak and hide. And yeah, don't, like, don't, oh, do don't do that. Don't do that. Are they the same as crabs? Is that like That's crabs? I no, I don't say. have crabs. I definitely was not yeah. itchy, especially near my I vagina. Um, and so it wasn't that. Um, and then they say chiggers or something. Well, other things can be itchy down there, but not, not crabs. Um, and then they say chiggers, which is something that's in Texas because we just moved to mm-hmm. Texas. So that's like a bug, or it could have been shingles from what is it? Measles uh, from stress? chickenpox. But stress. We, stress. So we yeah. stress. So what did you? What did you conclude? She doesn't know. I don't know. Neither. I just put, she I just put, put, I just put a rash cream on it, and they Me went away. Too. Yeah. Well, I put a rash cream on it. Didn't go away. <laughs> but then I just changed. Like my life changed during that time, and it went away. But about uh, two nights ago. I started to get kind of itchy in my neck. I'm like, fuck no. Don't oh, think it's it's a gluten rash, Natalie. No, no, it's probably I haven't, had gluten, probably I haven't had gluten in 25 years. Wow. So, okay. So maybe okay, so girl ladies, ladies. <laughs> here she goes. <laughs> here, here goes bottle three. Here oh, yeah. ladies. Oh, here Let's goes the sixth okay, bottle so line. This is this is a two-step question. Okay, here we go. Right. She, Nat asked a million questions, so I'll just sit quiet. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Number one, why is your podcast called Women on Top? Wicky wow wow. I think it's a double meaning, right, Roxy? Yeah. Do you remember what tell them when I came over and we had like a glass of wine and we had 65 names to go? Oh my down. god, we literally had 60. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like going down each one. It's like every <laughs> incarnation of women you women. think of. Like <laughs> women on the sad, women on the button, yeah. like women over here, women, women rock, here. women, yeah. yeah. Oh we my going, god. Mommy madness. Yeah, mommy oh madness. God. We were going through and we were like like well we were like do we want because there was also a time when we were thinking maybe we incorporate the mom in there right but then we decided you know what we're gonna go women we're gonna go women okay. on top you know yes. it's a double meaning double take meaning. it take it as you you know yes. who doesn't yes. like well i know you guys don't like it on the top but you know some of us do <laughs> well, I, I have that never hurts. you'll have to go listen to that podcast over on women on top to know exactly what we're talking about yes. <laughs> it was a good one y'all um so yeah so from there we kind of decided but you know what is so funny we almost called our podcast winging it yes we did mm. oh, remember oh. that Tamman? remember yes we almost and we i think there's thinking. another show now winging it uh-huh. um it's funny because when we when we when we decided to do a podcast together 
um, I just had my second child and I was like, Roxy was in this phase where her child was three and a half or four. And so she was like living her best life. Like she has her one kid, three and a half, four, the kid, the kid is uh, the beautiful little Bray, <laughs> the kid, little beautiful little Bray <laughs> is, um, is in, pre- is in school and I'm breastfeeding and I've like, I'm just a complete mess. So the cover of our <laughs> podcast is me breastfeeding and Roxy drinking like tequila and she's got like a t-shirt that says family is sacred and I was like and that to me is the epitome of our show and who we are how do you how did you two meet like how do you two know each other Ooh, we actually you know what tam it is so school. funny mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna die I actually have never said this before I will die. but oh. i was going through my website redcarpetroxy.com because i'm also a red carpet host <laughs> you're gonna die i went through you're because <gasps> i think somehow like i was searching our names or whatever i had interviewed you before on a red no. Shut yes. up. Oh my God. You were secretly like, you were You're secretly stalking. You were, that, you, you, you knew. That? I mean, Imagine. I guess I know. Yes. And I was about this pregnant. I was like eight months pregnant. It was like at a super Saturday. Can you event. send that to me, please? Yes. Yes. That is That's juicy. Incredible. You guys. You're just juicy. telling her this right now in this podcast. Yeah, it seems like, like a little freaky after four <laughs> years. <laughs> I feel like this is a little strange. It's <laughs> crazy. Because we like never really go into like how we met when we're talking about and I just like literally because it just popped up like last week. Like, right. I was just, so like, how'd you meet? We so actually we, met at school at yeah. our, 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 our kids oh. uh, preschool mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And I remember, uh, you know, there's something about me that mm-hmm. you that's why I feel like I connect with you guys is like for me, I just have no filter. Like what you see is what you get. I talk about all the Love things it. that are messy about, you know, everything, sex, family, relationships, kids, you know, there, there is no holding back because I feel like when Good. you do hold back, you make people feel more alone, not less. Yes. Alone. Yeah. So, so I was just like, there's no filter with me. And I met Roxy and I was just like the verbal diarrhea, which is probably like ADHD, <laughs> which is probably, that's my issue. Um, but I just said to Roxy, like, I just talked to her ear off and I feel like my my sentences she ended mm-hmm. what I began and then I thought this is this is the beginning of a wonderful friendship oh, and since I and since ago? I that was about four yeah. years ago yeah. and um yeah. we've been that's a beautiful love story that is, a, is beautiful a beautiful love story and I didn't even make her dry hump me first you I was about <laughs> to say that that's why I know you're special I knew you were gonna say dry hump and I was gonna bring that up but I knew I was like I'm gonna wait Roxy to say that <laughs> you, every time you hear dry hump drink that oh should be the God. game yes, yes. listen <laughs> to this on a Friday night and Isn't drink so crazy though when you feel like yes. when you're so in touch with another girlfriend and you feel like you she you're you start a sentence and she can finish it or you have a thought right. and then she says it and you're like that is so weird i feel like you're so we're, we're so like on the same page when that happens you know that a lot of women don't have that that's what i was just so gonna say it's not that right. frequent you know no. it's not no. that common i don't feel like i have I, a lot of girlfriends mm-hmm. though i think you guys like you guys do give me hope that I can have more friends. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I actually have a, a, a major question, and I hate this question, but I, I will ask it because a lot of people ask us if we fight, and we oh. do because women mm. have this. I don't. I don't think they ask men if they fight ever. So I really no. do struggle with this question. But do you guys feel that you would ever have an argument, or do you? Or your business, have, your business partner, you, you have. have. I think we've had. Well, I don't know if it's an argument. I think it's more of like discussion like, like roxy goes a little passive aggressive and then i get a little needy <laughs> and i feel like that's probably our relationships in like life so like if someone's mad at yeah. me i get very needy um and then roxy gets a little like sure and there's no exclamation marks there's no Chairman, what does that look like when what? you're in like a, a like a disagreement and you're needy what does that look like it's all over text by the way too of course <laughs> of, I mean, course. of course it's never on the phone oh my yeah. god phone anxiety what does it look um, like what do you say i wouldn't say I wouldn't say my needy looks like desperation. My needy mm. looks like a lot of years of therapy. So okay. I will say things to my husband or Roxy or whatever. I'll be like, Hey, I know that I could have been better in this. I would take full responsibility. Um, I'm like, I feel that mm -hmm. I could have done better in this situation. But if we look at the bigger picture, what I would appreciate next time is if we try to follow these solutions. So maybe people don't think that's needy, but for me, it's a way to diffuse the situation mm -hmm. and be able to logically work through it. But normally not with Roxy, like I'd never blow my lid with Roxy, but I do mm -hmm. blow my lid with my husband. And I can really, um, through years of therapy, I've been able to go, okay, I did something wrong. Like I'm, I'm much, I'm much easier now to go. I need to apologize. I need to be mm -hmm. vulnerable. I need to step into um, a place that doesn't feel good for me because I actually did something wrong. And I think it's really hard for people to do that. So my fights normally come from a logical side, which again, you can say is needy um, instead of just like backing off. But I feel like the only way to, to really connect is through real conversation. And what about Roxy? How do you so, handle that? So, so, so. <laughs> I was waiting so for that I, answer. <laughs> so I typically don't like confrontation. I'm sort mm -hmm. of like one of those people. Now I do like confrontation with my husband. I will get give <laughs> yes, everybody. Do you have sex after? Is that why? Um, do you have makeup sex? No. Um, no, I, I don't need Okay. You know, sex. some people like to fight and then yes. have sex. That That's me. Okay. That's, That's me. 
no but for me you know it's more like i don't like confrontation so like if i say like i'll say you know we'll have like not not even like tamon but like who you know whoever it is like you know it's it's you know conversation over text like the better not on the phone the the better you know more not on the phone the better um i should be more direct in that way but i always try to offer up a secondary solution like if i i, I don't just try to say no like if mm-hmm. i'm gonna say no i'll be like but instead can we maybe try this or i can right. do, no, it you this do, do that you right do don't that. you think you like do. i try to offer but there's up- definitely no emojis no emojis you're right the minute oh, there's no so emojis or exclamation you know. yes. it's so then, obvious. Because I know, because we're almost like a married couple, Tamina. Yeah. Like, I know she knows that the emojis are not there. That means there's something up. Isn't that Even weird if she says, you... sure. Like, if she yeah. says, you know, sure, I'm like, text. oh, fuck. <laughs> you can feel someone's energy on text, yes. which is so, you know, we have an employee right now who's so mm-hmm. fired up about her job. Mm-hmm. And we haven't talked to her, but I can see it in her work on her text like it's so insane i'm like wow you are so excited about life she's like i really am and i'm like it shows i don't know why it's just so interesting um that's so crazy i've had to stop exclamation like do you guys notice that (sighs) so i have a lot of men in my business right so um a lot of deals that i do a lot of stuff on uh, the people who like the producers and directors and whatever are males um 10 of uh, gatekeeper positions are females so more than likely a lot of us are spending a lot of time in business around males and i feel like when i email i actually have to recheck my email and delete mm. how many emails oh, yes. or x's or loves mm-hmm. or something which mm-hmm. we have been taught to do as women because we mm-hmm. want to make sure everyone feels comfortable and safe and 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 they feel you know seen whatever it is. Um, so now it feels very strange to me to delete all those exclamation but whatever punctuation marks mm-hmm. and to just yeah. be why because I feel like it comes across like I'm a bitch. Mm. Oh wow, we've got so much to work through. Who knew an emoji was not, you know, not I am so short in my emails and I am so not an apologetic. (laughs) That's amazing. I have to follow up and be like, sorry, she meant to say hi. Because because people are like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, Natalie, you did it. I know. See, you're trying to help her and like for the for the collateral damage that she just called yeah i know i just i feel like lately while i don't have like kids on my hip and stuff i yeah. actually this is one thing i do i say hey their name comma and mm. then i oh that's new. You, there was no name before just bomb, like <laughs> you know what i mean i don't sign it I we don't, don't do sign it bills. either like, here's what i need to know right now and we share an email Oh, oh my god, gotcha. you guys share a lot. <laughs> An email, yeah. social media, the husband. Yes, the husband. <laughs> All right, um, Tim, and I have to I have to ask one question. I know that both of you guys have daughters, and I know that like because we have our teen and tween, uh, teen tween group, and we're reaching out to parents and experts. We know that this is such a hard place. And you said that Roxy you, has a daughter too. So yes, you're this is hot on the heels, and you're both in Hollywood. Yes. So this conversation Roxy, is so prevalent. You have talked, I remember looking at some stories that you post and you say that you have been on TV since you were like, would you say 15? Yeah. Wait, are you, you said Roxy, oh, you, you mean Tammy? Tam- Tam- 
<laughs> you said Roxy. Okay, so Tammy. <laughs> we're on, we're you, on drink five. <laughs> you, you had said in some stories that I remember you posting pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. I know that your, your eating disorder and your anxiety is open to the public, which is so helpful. Thank goodness for right. that. And I remember the like, girl saying like, how did you, how did you end up losing all the weight? Like, what right. was your journey? What was your story? We have girls that are 12 and 11. Mm, yeah. We are heading into a space where I remember girls our age have the, the weight of mental health mm-hmm. and um, they're and our girls started. age. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also right now during the pandemic, the rise of um, hospitalizations from eating disorders and mental yep. health is it's a number like, one uh, killer mm-hmm. in young girls. Yeah. What can you What can you tell us of what you learned about your experience and how you could give parents and mothers and women some insight to like how to handle all this shit? You know, I didn't speak about my eating disorder for the longest time because I felt so ashamed. I felt so ashamed of what I went through and my past. And then I don't know what happened. I think it was about a year and a half ago. And I knew that you only know, a year and a half ago, it was about a year. It was about, um, it was just before Lennon. So maybe two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, I, remember getting so many DMs from, you know, I have a couple million on my platform and a lot of them are younger because they watch Pretty Little Liars and then they're moms. So I have like 50% moms, 50% younger girls. And I thought if I don't say anything, some girl's going to die. And I was like, I have to say something. Like at some point it's your duty Mm -hmm. to talk about our secrets because they can help other people feel less ashamed and our secrets keep ourselves sick as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this post and I didn't want to post it. I didn't want to post it. And I didn't want to post it. And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And I posted it and I was shocked at the thousands and thousands Mm. of people who came out and the post went viral. Cause I was actually an overweight kid first. I was 250 pounds Mm. when I was 13 years old. And I wrote a letter. 250 pounds at 13. How long did 250 pounds last? Not long. So I was 250 pounds at 13 and I wrote a letter to my 13 year old self and I wrote dear Tamman and the letter you can find online. And it really hit a chord. I was talking about what it felt like to be 250 pounds and to be teased. Mm -hmm. And my eating disorder started because I was so ashamed about the space that I took up. Mm. And so I stopped eating. And at 17 years old, at about 16, 15, 16 years old, I stopped eating completely. And I got down to a hundred pounds, about 99 pounds Mm. within six months. Did you discuss about the fact that you went from 250 to that number and what happened to yourself and your body during that time? how How did you not die? This is what's even more fucked up. I got cast on a TV show in Australia that was one of the leads on the show. And I did 110 magazine covers, but till the, from when I was 16 to 20 years old, because I looked a certain way, I was the ingenue, right? I was the the cute girl who was skinny and lovely. And so I thought, oh my God, I have to stay small. I have to be thin because if I'm not thin, then I mean nothing. Right? So when people ask like, when did it stop? It stopped because it, if you want to stop any disorder, if you want to stop any addiction, you have to really 
either get to the bottom, you have to hit your bottom, or you have to want it enough to stop. You cannot tell your daughter, just get better. You can't tell yourself, just get better. That person has to want to stop. But what you can do is be the support that they can go to when they're scared and when they want to talk about it, because I didn't want to talk about it with anyone. So no one really, it's funny. No one really talked about it to me, but everyone knew I was dying in front of their eyes, but no one really knew what to say. Did your parents watch you? Were they like everyone, everyone kind of knew. I mean, my parents said something, but they, they also didn't know what to say because it was a totally different generation. Like I don't, I look at my parents' generation. I look at now, Oh my God, if Phoenix lost a few pounds, I'd be like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's like have a conversation. You know, I don't think back then anyone even knew what to do. And Mm. also, you know, my work didn't know what to do. They just were like, okay, well, this is a thin girl. And this is, this is what happened. I would throw Mm. up 16, 20 times a day. Like I was (sighs) so ill. And I, at at some point I was hospitalized because I lost um, my stomach lining. So I was hospitalized for that. But at some point, I, I met my husband at 22 years old, and I met him. 22? How old was 22. he? He was 33. Okay. And I met him, and I was like, I don't want to feel sick anymore. Like, I hit I hit my top. It wasn't that I hit my bottom. Like, I was on a feeding tube, and I needed to, like, stop or I was going to die, mm-hmm. which I would have probably something bad would have happened. I just realized that I wanted a different life and I wanted to be happy again. And so the advice I would say, if you're dealing with a child who has an eating disorder, or if you're struggling with an eating disorder yourself, you have to evaluate your life and think, what do I want? Like, what is my, what do I manifest? Like, what do I want in my life? Do I want to, do want to, do I want to be doing this for another seven years? Do I want to be obsessed about food for another seven years? Or do I want to laugh and go drinking with my friends and, you know, have sex with my husband? Cause I like so, my body. What is Tevin, now that, now that you're out of it, I was asking, cause I actually don't know once someone recovers from a terrible, like a very intense eating disorder, how did, do they, does it always follow them or they, are they free and clear? Is it something you battle? Is it like a drug addiction? And you're like battle it every single day, or is it something that you're clear and free once you finally overcome it? I would say, no, you never get rid of it. But for me, it's not the food. It, it, it kind of, moves into different areas. So for me, it was always about, it was never about the food. It was about feeling like I was worthy or if I was good enough. And what happened when I lost the weight, I had a very pivotal Mm -hmm. moment in my life where I got, I got everything I wanted because I was thin or so I Mm -hmm. thought it was other things. Hopefully it was because I was talented. I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I equated that being thin was my worth. And so I have to struggle with my worth in different parts of my life. Am I a worthy mother? Am I a worthy wife? Am I worthy to be a friend, a good friend? Am I worthy in life? That's what it seeps into. It doesn't seep into, oh God, I had a glass of wine. That's a hundred calories, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. No, and Roxy, what about, I mean, you guys are both in a pressure cooker of yeah. self-esteem and of, you know, being a certain way. Do you, how do you feel about, and you know, having a daughter. a daughter in this world? You know, I worry about it a lot, uh, particularly because 
you know, living in Los Angeles, uh, like we do, I, you know, I work in entertainment. I, you know, I'm a red carpet host, podcaster. We're in, I'm interviewing celebrities a lot, you know, doing that whole thing. So we're around that a lot, which means my daughter is around that a lot. And it, it scares me to think that, you know, she's six years old now, but like in seven years or maybe even less was about the time. And Tamman and I have talked about this on women on top on our podcast is that, um, although my, you know, eating my disordered eating was never as bad as Tamman's was. It was something that was present in my life, you know, and it you was, did, you did have a disordered I, eating disordered eating. Yeah. So basically, you know, not eating was the thing, you know, eating like a oh. rice cake in the what you know, one rice cake in the middle of the day and then having maybe some vegetables or something at night. And, and again, I don't want to minimize what Tamman or other people have gone through that have had more of more of an issue with it, but you know, definitely disordered eating, but you know, body dysmorphia, looking at myself and just not being happy and thinking I was fat and the whole thing. And the more I think about that and about that time when it happened to me at like 13, 14, you know, when those teenage years are happening and, and when puberty hits, you know, I can't help but think about that for my daughter. And it like makes mm -hmm. my mind go a little crazy thinking about, because as a mom, you know, all you want to do is protect your kids and like not yeah. let them, you know, experience pain and and totally and those kinds of things right and it's like you can't and i think that's also a big lesson in parenting that i've had to learn is that you can't control everything you can't control what their their friends are saying to them at school right you can't control like no. another girl or another guy telling her oh you know you're a little fat or what have you uh-huh you can't oh my God, Roxy, my, my, my daughter was in grade four uh -huh. and um, there was a letter that came from a boy at a school that she didn't go to that was relayed through another girl at her dance studio that said, hey, Taylor, you're fat. <gasps> Are you could kidding? You, could you die? Could you no. die? Die. Was it on social media or was no, it like it was an, an actual physical thing, oh which was kind of crazy because that's so passe, but yeah, my daughter, I said to my daughter, I said, do you, do you think you're fat? And she goes, I'm not fat at all. She's <gasps> like, these people are just rude. And I was like, please, Lord, make this stay with yes. you. Yes. You're doing then, something right then. You know, you're doing something right. You're Honestly, I think her. it's in herself. It's not even yeah, me. Don't you think the world has to change, though? Like, our, our messaging that we are constantly blasted with daily is, like, thin is good and mm -hmm. overweight is bad. And until, you know, I was saying this to Sean, like, I have an audition coming up. I think it's in two days. And oh. it says, like, it's partial nudity, right? And the first thing I thought of was, like, oh, God, partial nudity. Oh, shit. Like, what does that mean? You know, yeah. what part of my body? What part of my body am I okay with? What part of my body am I not okay with? Do I like my butt? Do I not like my butt? All this, like, meh in my head but then i thought like if we saw on tv and film all bodies but and all don't. body shapes and mom bodies and sexy yeah. like not see i even did it just then sexy what is sexy right so if i saw a mom a, a woman who's got a little more saggy skin or has got perkier boobs or bigger boobs or saggy whatever it is mm. if we saw that then we wouldn't even care about what is weight and what isn't weight. And I said that to Phoenix, how I teach her is I say, cause she knows the word fat. She's seven years old. She says, Oh, what is fat? And I say, fat is just a thing. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. 
Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, if we equate good, bad, this is sexy. This is not sexy. This is what men want. This is not what men want. That's the problem. That's what has to change. We need to see more of it. We need to see it in ads. We need to see it in TV. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic, ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget. Check out quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Do you too think what's happening on social media is helping at all? Like, I feel like there's so much showing showing all the different body types. Some of it. Okay. I mean, so it's, a start, it's a start. It's a start in the right direction because we follow. You know, I know both Tamina and I follow like really body positive people yeah. who do show their cellulite and their. Do you think that's helpful? Do you think that's yes. going to make? A I difference? think it is. I think it is because it opens mm-hmm. the conversation. Whether you like it or not, it puts it out there and it normalizes it in a way that it's okay. not been out there before. And I think yeah. it's 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 helpful because when you're like Tamman was saying, when you're rammed down the throat with one certain body type one and, body type yeah one body type and that's the only thing that is acceptable or beautiful then that is a problem and so i think that it takes people yeah. to bravely show themselves as they are and it's not even just about the physical appearance they're really showing who they are like right. as a person you know right. inside and that is brave and that's beautiful and the, they police social the social media polices bodies a lot. And we had this woman, um, Danae, Danae Mercer, Mercer, I think that's yeah. her last name, on our podcast this week. And she shows all everything about she's a be- beautiful girl and she's got cellulite, which again is still beautiful. And mm-hmm. she shows that and she shows the way it moves. And she said that she has a TikTok account. I think she's got a couple million, whatever it is. And when she posts posts pictures of her cellulite, they get taken down because that many people I Flag it. the fact that there's social they that there's cellulite and mm-hmm. they do not want to see it and so so tiktok takes it down and mm-hmm. that is policing women's bodies that means that's that true. 
when you mm-hmm. see a sexy body where you can see her butt and like half of her vagina, some of these, yeah. I, I sometimes I see like people's, I'm like, I can see your vagina. Yeah. Um, totally. That is totally fine. And that is not taken down. And I think that yeah, there's a complete double standard and it's not okay. It's not okay for our girls. The only, the only, the only thing that concerns me is I feel like right now, and I, I'm not, I don't know the space. So for me to say I'm an expert and it is so wrong is that I get concerned about it. It's all about the body. And right. even when we talk about body positivity, we put an emphasis on just the their body bodies. Itself. So women are now just their body. And, and listen, I think it's a beautiful thing that we can see all bodies and, you know, it has to be in film and acting. And, you know, we have to dissect it as parents and be like, you know, this is not representative and we have to have conversations. But if, when I see my kids following, I, I would never want them to think that they're just their body because a lot of the body, body, body positive accounts are just body, not, I am strong. I am athletic. I am, you know, smart. I am creative creative. and I don't know how many Mm -hmm. accounts there are that are really public (laughs) that are like strong women who are like leaders in a space of like they're they're leading and they're not talking about their body at all yeah just like is Mm -hmm, there are 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 we as women can we be more because you know we had a we have had a few eating disorder experts on here and they go you know it's actually it's they don't know what causes eating disorders they actually don't know what the triggers are like we were like is it us is, is it society the, is it the mm-hmm. media what is it there because we of course as mothers were like is there something we can tell do? us what we can yeah. do yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no. they were like there's they don't know if they knew we could fix it they go sometimes it's the perfect storm mm-hmm. sometimes it's events like the pandemic sometimes it's control sometimes it's you know everyone has a different trigger and and it happens to boys too you know it's not just females and specifically mm-hmm. we were asking that and we're like because we know moms that are like you have to like limit the sugar limit the carbs limit all of this yeah. and we're like does that make a girl have an eating disorder yes. and they're like sometimes yeah. it's a girl who's mm-hmm. like i don't want to be like my mom i don't want to be so restricted and we're like okay we're like what about the mom that just like gives all the junk food and all of that they're like not necessarily maybe that girl's more aware of what's going in her body we're like <laughs> wow this is called i know like are you supposed to say because my daughter's yeah. like can i have more ice cream and i say no and i go by saying no, is she now thinking that yes, she's going to get yes, right by having it? Yes. But then I don't want her to have four bowls of ice cream like at before what, bed. Yeah, yeah, before bed, and what? At what yeah. So I let my kid have junk, but I but I restrict her junk. I do, yeah. and it's not because I think she's going to get overweight. Although I do worry that like, what if that happened? She get teased, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I do worry that it's because it's just not good for her health. But then you don't know. Tamin. I appreciate that you were so open to say I were I do worry about that and her being bullied because I think oh, yeah. that's such a conversation that mm-hmm. so many moms don't even know that's a narrative in their head mm-hmm. and they probably police their daughters differently in a way than their their sons and they're not even aware of it. Yeah, so they the don't fact- even know why they don't want their daughter to be overweight. But really, what they don't want oh, God, is I don't her want my, to be bullied. Yeah. Right. I don't want my daughter yeah. to go through anything that I went through. When you say about social media, though, I almost feel like we need to 
have the conversation, yes, we know the yes. bodies for then right. it to be a non like for it to just be a non conversation, so, you know, yeah. like once to, we've had, yeah. once we've seen all the cellulite, once we've seen all the mom yeah. bods, once we've seen yeah. all the stuff, then it's just like, oh, we've seen it all, it doesn't matter, and then we don't, yeah, have to. you know, oh, we appreciate the people who yeah. do it and you know, yeah. love that they're doing it. We just, I, I often, I agree. Like, we try to post ourselves without talking about the fact that we're in a bathing suit, like, mm-hmm. yeah, we yeah, try not yeah, to bring yeah. attention, yeah. we try to normalize that this is normal without having to draw attention to that this is normal yeah. you know like right, not right. that we're better we just try to show ourselves in a way that isn't a movement it's just so because we have seven children watching right us, right sure, so if, yeah. if, if we if, I'm sorry, sorry. If, if we if we pull it out, they're gonna be like, "Is there something like? Yeah. Wait, should I be concerned that I'm in a bath? Is it not, not normal for you to be in a bathing suit? You such, know, we are such a complicated place. Mm. It is so nice to know that we have like like an alliance of women who feel exactly mm. the same way, where we can mm-hmm. support each other and send the same message because we need like you guys are you guys are influencers influencers and other moms and women are watching you and we're watching you and people are watching us and we need to continue the message that you know uh where are you going babe i'm like i'm just so thankful for a group of women like this right who understand where where we've come from and where we're going and And we all have freaking daughters you know that's what i I find ask you guys too because it's like your guys daughters you guys are in in that tween teen Mm -hmm. like age group now with your daughters so like what and it sounds like what you guys are doing is working and like you're doing the right thing so what do Kevin and i need to know no girls for a for a for every here's here's you know here's here's what's really scary as a parent here's what's really scary no one knows what the fuck they're doing no i get like that when i get really impassioned i like there's a growl that comes out i I actually i can't i I know what you're like in the bedroom but um you know (laughs) sit down and let me dry hump you oh my god take off your pants yeah (laughs) no I think that we are very new into the teen and tween stage. And the older they get, the more control you lose and the more influence everyone else has on them. And we are, we have 11 year olds and 12 year olds. Let's be in a pandemic where they're not out all the time. So let's be really clear with that. And you just hope you've armed them with enough of an armor to deflect what's coming their way any moment because it is one comment from one person who they have a crush mm-hmm. on right. who you know a friend is like oh he would never date you you're bigger than him and then you're you know That's it's it. really yeah. it, it is That's really it. it's really not about you know i think us as parents can do everything and be like tim and said you're you're the safe place to just hear them and listen to them and and tim and you have a huge teen following oh yeah. no pressure yeah yeah yeah. Oh. yeah it's it's you you do make but those decisions with like but even mm-hmm. like the brands that you align yourself with and the ads that you do you know i've turned down money because i don't want to ever that's right hurt but- somebody else not that the brands that i'm getting offered are like gonna hurt people but you know if it's just not the right message i always make yes. sure the brands that i ever work with are brands that have a social um 
like responsibility. Yeah, kind of, responsibility yeah. or like yeah. they they have a cause behind them because I feel like we need to be doing that right now and we need to be banding together with brands that want to change the world. Mm-hmm. Like and they're they're like there they're trying and to they do. Want to do it. And by mm-hmm. the way, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I often have open conversations with my daughter about eating disorders, like just mm-hmm. kind of what it is, what it mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah. You might have friends that mm-hmm. you know this is this is what it is and it's very confusing for her at this moment to understand why someone wouldn't eat and it's very mm. confusing to explain why that might be the reason because my our reason... passion of food in oh, our yeah. oh. is huge. but also so i don't good. know their reason <laughs> and there could mm. be a million different reasons so i mean for any mom listening out there who's really you know confused by the by by this by what is coming what has happened i think mm. you know the things that you can take home is that you know, to raise girls and boys. Let's just be honest. This is not a girl conversation. If you have right. sons, it is just as much a responsibility. Speaking to our experts mm-hmm. also, uh, boys and eating disorders is on the rise. But also just how they talk to girls and women. How do you talk well, to a girl? Mm-hmm. How do you how do Instead you respect of them? your girl, educate yeah. your boy. Yeah, right. I yesterday we had I had to have the conversation so with my son about <laughs> how many do you have kind of, three she's three and oh, you have shit. I have one okay. um, but I have a very boisterous he's a very feminist man he's a big Is feminist he? but oh, I, I love that I did but he also like it's mm. a long story but I mm. did have to tell him you know about toxic toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and like I even had to explain to him you know like if when your daddy walks behind women on a street, he needs to cross the street. So he's not making them nervous when he's following behind them. You know, like you got to always be aware of girls and women around what you're making them feel. And he was so big. It's a big conversation for a nine-year-old, but I wanted to lay the ground. Like it's a big conversation you know? for a three and a half year old. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just didn't want, I want, I don't want it to be like a coming of the gods moment at like 15 being like, okay, did I ram all of this down your throat yeah. before you mm-hmm. go? and date someone just think as moms we're so out of control but you can have conversations through life and Mm -hmm. and moments all the time Mm -hmm. that was my only point you know and it's like finding those moments too when it's like the right time when they're receptive to it right because you can talk to a wall all day long with these kids you have to wait until that moment when they're curious about it and they want to know you know more about it and they're open to it right life life events are great it's not when they're like sitting there brushing their teeth and you just read like an article and you're like so before you go to bed let me show you it was before he went to bed natalie (laughs) i know it makes me want to have a son I know. It makes me right. worse. When I say the third kid, I like always thought, you know, maybe I'd have one of each, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, well, you know what? It, it, I think it's just the conversation because we all have audiences yeah. with boys and girls. No, it's not but I just... want a son. Okay. Well, we're yeah, back no. to this again. Back to <laughs> yeah. one, Tamin. Tamin, it's this back. I don't, are we going to get a text later? Okay. You guys, have to, text, you guys have to tell me, mm. should I have another kid? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, you think so? You both I feel yes. like if there's a question, you should do it. Yeah, like, you- I didn't care. When I had my fourth, I didn't care what it was. Although my mom is a wee bit psychic. So a I had wee my, bit. my daughter, and then I had two boys. And she goes, you could have 25 more children. They will all be boys. Oh, God. She goes, are you, are you okay with oh. being a boy? I'm like, yes, I only want Can you ask her, ever. will Tamon have... Show my picture. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, will Tamon yes. have another baby? And will she yes. have... Just show her my social media. My social media page. Um, um, will she have a boy? <laughs> 
I think that if you don't have a boy, three girls is such a fucking tribe. Like I, I'm gonna have three girls because my husband has girl sperm. I swear. Just just don't have sex every day. Give him a break and then let him build up for a month. And then that's impossible. Don't have sex every day, guys. It's twice a week. I would like it more. It's twice a week. I would have sex four times a week and Uh then let him not be protected on the like fifth Fifth day. day. And that was. I, I, but then I have to lie to him. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Rossi, did you want a boy or a girl? What did you I, want? You know, because, okay, so we, we were not planning on having kids, right? So we were like, okay, like we're having this life and we're traveling and the whole bit. Yeah, right, right. But it was funny. When when we got pregnant, I could have sworn that I was having a boy. Same. I was like, right? I was like, I'm having a boy. It's 100%. Like, I know. Like, I don't even have to do the test. And then we got the test back. And I was like wow we're having a girl like this totally blew my mind like I was just like how is this happening like what and then I called my husband on the phone and he was like really I think we both were so like convinced it was going to be a boy that it was like Mm -hmm. totally different and you know I think too I sort of went through that whole thing in my mind about like like, cause you hear the, you know, I know I was awful to my mom and my teenagers. I was a fucking oh, bitch. Oh no! So fucking bitch. So right? close. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. so close, so close now. And I just think about the torture I put her through, you know. And yes, I'm like, I'm like, oh god. Once I threw a shoe at her. Oh, Natalie. What? <laughs> and lied to her about a tattoo. I was like, no. Oh my god, no! I was awful. Would sneak out of the house like the whole bit. I yes. would, and I would tell her I hated her like the whole bit. Yes. Oh my god, That's... I never. Never. Aww. Oh my god, Tamman. Nice for your mom. Yeah, no, not that I didn't feel that, but like <laughs> because I was working so young, I would just lie. I'd be like, okay, mom, I'm staying on set till nine o'clock. I was going to say you can. And then at you six were, o'clock, I was at my boyfriend's you house, were, dry humping you were stuck him. Stuck with her parents, living with. I, yeah, I was like living my life. So I'd come home at nine, like all rashed up or whatever. And my mom wouldn't be able to know because it was like, I don't know, was I kissing on set? Like, did I get a rash yeah. on the makeup? Oh, she didn't that. know. It was so like crabs, like, oh, whatever. I was like, oh yeah, I'm coming home crabs at nine. And hickeys. What is that crabs makeup, mom? I was doing that. Mom, I was set. doing a scene, a hickey scene, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you I'm know, dying right now. Uh, Natalie has four children are screaming, blowing their minds. Like my husband uh-uh. should. What time is it? It's nine. I don't. All of them are they dying? School tomorrow? No. Yeah. Well, she's going, being very calm, and I'm like, I can hear and, and, cry, and crying and crying. And they're you're lying, oh lying. lying. Yeah, and then they're gonna start fucking. We have no because I was like, I was try, gonna try to find a time where we didn't have children, so we're like, let's go to Nat's house because Daddy's here, and well, they're crazier than I think. Crying oh my god okay, okay guys oh, here's... when we ended this they'd all be in fucking bed okay here's what we're gonna do i know i was like why is she not in bed she's two yeah, go to bed in charge of the kids the kids would all be in bed right now quiet watching been... me. oh no. yeah forget it oh i'd come home like from work events like back pre-covid my daughter would be cruising around the house I'm at like, 10 p.m yeah. and i'm like what the fuck? Did you not put her down? And he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, she, she does. Yeah. And then I always hear like, oh, she just wants five movie. more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. My, rule, my rule is 830. Ugh. Like your covers are on your body. Yes. Oh. I might tell you a quick fake story, but I might not. You can read. In your bed. Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. ladies. Like hard. We're going to wrap this up because we all have kids who are screaming and yelling, but I, this is just, this is just the beginning. Um, well, my daughter lost her first tooth today and they can't find the tooth. Yes, that happened to us too. I'm literally getting that. Look, I got, I got 911, 911. 
I don't it know. was during this. During nine, this? Nine no one way. one. Nine one one. Oh and like, so I'm like the tooth. I think I put it by the stove, so I'm having like a panic I attack. I hope you have cash. I hope you have cash. She's, oh, oh, my kids get like a hundred dollar U.S. bill. It's the only cash we have. Damn, she girl, make it rain. <laughs> make it rain. <laughs> Guys, this is so much fun. I feel like we hung out all night long. No. I just want to do it. We did. For a table with you, <laughs> with like, a, with like a dirty martini. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us everywhere that our audience can find you women atop official on instagram and my instagram is at tam and sursock and my blog is bottle and heels and we are women on top uh podcast on facebook and we have a women on top group on clubhouse as well and mine is uh my handle is at red carpet roxy with a y and my uh website is redcarpetroxy.com. hey tam and for the crowd how many um cocktails did you have during our two podcasts just so we can see that you're still <laughs> so I've one and a half. Okay. Yes. One and a half. Oh, I want to tell you guys because I, I never even talked about this, but my husband and I wrote a movie together and it's actually on Amazon right now. It's called Breaking for Wales. And it's um, we it actually called? wrote a TV show and I directed it and it comes out soon. It might be where you guys are. It's called Aussie Girl. That comes out in a couple months. But um, it's called Breaking for Wales. It's on Amazon and Hulu. We wrote it together. He directed it. I'm in it with Tom Felton from um, Harry Potter. And we wrote it just before our wedding. And it finally has come. To, I always forget about it because it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a, it's out, it's like a love story to us. It's, it's funny. It's dark. It's funny, but it took us a while to get it out there. So it's out on Amazon. Well, who knew we would go from um, dry humping <laughs> to movie writing to, you know, uh, deep topics, but that's how yeah. we love it. You ladies, Roxy, uh, oh. and Tim, and thank you for joining us. You, you were a total pleasure. This was a uh, we, girls night out. Girls night out. It yes, really was. was. Right? You guys spilled my buckets and we're going to uh-huh. do it in real life when we come to where you live. Cause yes. don't you dare come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. Thank love you. you. Bye. Love you more. Bye guys.